What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to this special Monday night edition of CDP After Dark. And we've got a special guest with us this evening, Patrick Koenig. How are you doing today, sir? No, I'm doing good. No golf today. Uh, so I could, I guess I could be doing better, but it's uh, been a little bit without uh, hitting that little white ball around. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to miss it a little bit. Are, are you like wiped out? Like just like golfed out? No, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Go- I, you know, uh, it was kind of a part of me. And so there was there was never a day where I said, I don't want to play golf today. Not a single day, which is cool. I mean, I love Amazing. it. Amazing. And um, and I and you just can't I can't get enough of it. And I think that that uh, that's a it's a good sign. I'm, I'm definitely a uh, a golfer through and through. There's not I, I can't get too, I can't get too much, which was uh I surprised myself a little bit, you know, playing that much golf. You'd think I'd have been like, no more. But um, <laughs> no, that that never happened. All right. So for, for those that are listening, and I'm sure there's very few of them that actually know your story and what took place, why don't you give us just a quick rundown of, of what the RGB tour was and what you just accomplished this last year? Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't make a lot of sense without some context there. <laughs> um, but the the RGV Tour is the Recreational Golf Vehicle Tour. So what I did was I, I purchased an RV and turned it into an RGV, uh, which is a vehicle specifically designed to set the world record for the most different 18-hole golf courses uh, in, in one single year. So I had 365 days. I had to play um, a different 18-hole course for it to count towards the number. The number that I was chasing was 449 was the existing world record. Blew it out the water. And um, I started on January 3rd. And on October 17th, I passed that I passed that uh, that mark in uh, in Denver, Colorado, at a, a, a golf course called Omni Interlochen. And um, on the 18th green, there's where I became a world record holder. And then I then I really stepped on the gas. You know, I had a couple, I uh, had like a, two months left and uh, and got that number all the way up to 580 different 18-hole courses courses in a single year and that's the uh that's the world record that i set this past Amazing. year and it's uh that's insane um, that is yeah, so thank awesome. you guys thank you let's go that is so, nuts yeah it was it amazing. was a year filled with golf and like i said uh not once did i get tired did i tire of uh doing such a ridiculous thing okay so Incredible. joe joe's got like 400 questions which we'll slowly just knock them off here throughout doing this but what what's your family like life like to be able to just hop in an rv and take off or yeah. career wise <laughs> yeah. but how do yeah. you do you do you tell your job hey not coming in until next year yeah yeah so this this was my job i'm a golf course photographer so it, it fit in pretty pretty nicely with what i do uh which is travel and take pictures of golf courses um for a living and so that it blended that in pretty nicely um i got some sponsors um for the thing so it, it was it was certainly um a job in in some regards not that i minded doing any of it um because i'm sure you guys got a lot of questions about how logistically i pull this off and all these different (laughs) things you'll find pretty quickly that it's a massive amount of effort um it could be classified as work i didn't really think it was work at all because i love to do it but i was busy the entire year and um but you know you think about you're like hey it's a record that i think will not really be attempted to be broken. I'd be if somebody's going to attempt to break it, that would be 
You know, that's that I would be shocked to see that. You got to basically say, well, I don't have anything to do next year. So you got a full year <laughs> and then, you know, you got to have, you got, I mean, somebody could do it without an RV. I don't see it happening without a, an RV because uh, it just, there's a lot of benefits I, you get from that. Um, so you, you got to have a, uh, an RV and then a boatload of cash just to, uh, to get after this record. And um, I had all of those things and plus a, a desire to, to just go, go hard for it. And so um I've yeah. got a girlfriend who is was supportive of the idea. My, you know, I got a, I got some parents. I got a sister that they all love the idea, and um, that was that's how you. I got kind of the stars aligned for me to do such a thing. You know, if I had kids and um, you know, like a little two or three year old, there's no way I'm doing this. I'm, I'm no, like, Dad's right. gonna go play golf for a year. See you later. <laughs> See you. <know>, that's <laughs> that's not that's not cool. Um, it wouldn't be cool to the kids, but uh, in this in this situation. Um, it was, it was doable and, um, it ended up being a really great experience for everybody that came along for the ride. Um, uh, especially I, I'll always remember this year. I mean, big time, like once in a lifetime opportunity, like all the people you met, all the courses you played. I mean, you, you are a golf photographer and you take fantastic photos, right? Like, yeah, love your pictures. Um, and it's Thank just, you. it's incredible. I mean, the the drive to do that and it's just it's just insane like i i would love to do it but i don't think i could physically stand that i mean was a there, pre prerequisite to walk each course or did you ride carts also i probably walked about 70 percent of the yeah. golf holy course. crap that's good yeah, so uh, I, I walked a lot i walked if i could um you know if i was doing 36 i was uh i was probably going 50 50 you know I'd, I'd walk one and ride one uh, and then if i'm just one course a day i'm doing everything i can to walk it um but yeah there is there is a there is a point where i think that uh, where i kind of notice and i would just tell myself that like, this separate i'm doing a world record so like it, when there's a downtime and i could potentially squeeze in another course 100 percent of the time i fired up like golf now or like went down the street yeah found the nearest golf course and just went and played it there was no like taking it easy ever you know there yeah. <laughs> there was not i mean there was some a couple moments where it's like i can't get this in or this doesn't make sense and then i had some you know a couple hours to like you know play words with friends on my phone or something <laughs> like that but you know that was more of like a necessity to kind of uh give my give myself a little downtime which is is important and when you're doing yeah, totally. something like Absolutely. I was talking to a buddy at work today and i i remember being like a kid in the scholastic like book fairs like my first like go-to was the guinness world record like book is that oh, something yeah. like you like was that you back when you were a kid like is that did you, you know i think every, everybody kind of knows those those world records and um yeah the world record is nice but what it what i'll cherish is the the experience kind of like doing something that nobody's ever done before um which was right. one of my favorite moments of the tour um is that i'm coming down it's the 450th golf course and, and um, I'm coming down and the news is there. We're at Denver and uh, Omni Interlock and, and the news like channel, I think it was channel seven or nine came out there and they're interviewing me as I'm walking down like the final <laughs> holes. And I'm like, this is, this is so, this is all my friends are there and everything. It's like, I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to win a PGA tour event. Yeah. <laughs> like, buddy's just like, like Patrick, he's like, 
a lot of guys have won PGA Tour events. Nobody's ever done this before. And I'm yeah. like, where's oh, Jim man, Nance? Where's Jim Nance? Damn it. Yeah, yeah, you, you man, I, I get goosebumps thinking because it's like, that's true. You know, I mean, I'm not getting yeah. a million dollars of the paychecks that those guys get. Um, but I'm the only person that's ever done this. And uh, that was a cool thing. I got a little nervous and started slapping it around. But fortunately, I made like a, um, I think it was about a four or five footer. For bogey to save bogey after I was greenside in two, which make <laughs> <laughs> a double. Um, but that was the finest bogey that I've I've ever made in my life. And uh yeah, made that putt and then the guys everybody pelted me with water balloons was the was the <laughs> I idea. saw the video, yeah. I yeah. saw the that video, video. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the, the kickoff was um water balloons. When my the first tee shot they threw water balloons at me. So I figured we'd we'd finish it with that. Awesome. Was there any courses that were like, no, we don't want nothing to do with this, that you wanted to play? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was courses that I, um, I just kind of read the, read the room. And, uh, you know, I don't even have, you know, I, was, I never had the privilege to be in the room or the, or the, the, um, the rooms that uh, Shinnecock Hills occupies. And so, I, but I knew, I knew well enough that, uh, showing up in an rv and filling up half their parking lot probably wasn't going to be like they weren't going to be stoked about it um and i didn't want to i didn't want to so what we did was um we called up southampton driving range which is maybe two miles or a mile and a half from shinnecock hills and told them the situation and the guy there was just like loved the idea he's like yeah just parked the rv in the back of the driving range and sleep there and just like <laughs> we we'll go in the morning you know we'll, you get you an uber or something and I'm like, yeah, right on. And so That's we awesome. just showed up and um, I played Shinnecock Hills. And uh, I don't know what number of course it was, but uh, that was a bucket list to play. And, and yeah. See yeah. Place that great. And it was it was just as awesome as I could imagine. We I played it in July. So it was prime time as good as as good as Shinnecock gets. And um, and so I was trying to get a tea time. A lot of people were kind of like, well, we can probably find a way for you on there in October, but July, oh man, everybody's in town, you know? All, yeah. And, um, and, you know, well, sure enough, we found a, found a member that was, uh, was, was happy to host. And uh, that was a cool day. I'm sure, I'm sure there was a bunch of members that were willing to host you, but I mean, like before, like, how did you, trek out the journey like where did you start and did you like really like map it out and try and figure out like a big you know there's a big conglomerate of golf courses in this area i can knock out this many here and then i can drive 10 hours like how did that work like logistics yeah yeah logistics is is the um never-ending task that i'm glad is over with um <laughs> and i want to take more trips but then i'm kind of like oh, I'm, I'm i know the efforts so i'm just burnt out on planning these golf trips so what it was, so I basically put together a, a spreadsheet with uh, different states. And so I, um, well, first off, you got to figure out the routing. Like you get a big map of the United States and you're like, where is it warm and when? You were like, like basically the, a golf yeah. course architect at this point. Like you're, yeah. you're building a routing. Yeah, you're building a routing. So you're like, all right, so what can I do in March? Can I go, like, how is Oklahoma in March? I don't know. Um, turns out you can, you, can, you can play it. You'd probably be a little cold. And so I'm like, all right. So I, I came up with a plan um to kind of go across the bottom half of the country zip through some of those middle states after i got past texas because there's and, and get over to florida and enjoy a little bit of the warmth and then i then headed up to uh this was a little different than than i had originally planned but i ended up headed up to chicago then back down to south, south carolina up to maine and 
or New York than I did Finland and Sweden. This is a summer. This is when it's summer because I wanted the summer months to be on the the East Coast uh, because there was a lot of really exciting yeah. golf for me. So uh, much good golf there. Unexplored stuff too. So it was like, I want the best golfing weather. Summer, it's game on everywhere, right? It's golf season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's playing. Um, but you got to pick where you want that to be because uh, you can't go everywhere. You're going to be in an area. So I picked the East Coast and even did a little little journey over to um, uh, Finland and Sweden. To, I mean, Golf Gamebook was the, the the primary partner and sponsor of the entire tour. And so they had me fly on over there and, um, and met the folks that were supporting me along the way. I kept all my scores, everything, exclusive social content and um, it was fun because people could follow along. People would be like, "Yeah, I get a text, you know, nice double on twelve there, idiot, yeah. you know, or whatever." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Easy "Oh, I hole on the course." That people are looking at this stuff, and so they they'd see and a couple of buddies every day. They'd come and see where I played that day, and you know, it would be it'd be a fun fun discussion. So that that was a fun aspect, and I can't say enough good things about the golf game book, folks. A huge following overseas, and we did our best uh, to put it in some hand the hands of. Uh, uh, the golfers here in the U.S. and then, um, so, but then, then the routing went back across the country as the the uh, you know the colder months crept in, and then I ended up in California and then made a dash for the finish line up in in Chambers Bay, and so that's the that's the first piece of the routing that's 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 big. So you kind of know when you want to be there. Then you have, so then you have states and then you have your dates when you're kind of like these weeks that I'm planning to get to these different areas. And then they're like, all right, that's a tough, that takes a while to figure out exactly how you want to do that. Yeah. And there's still, I wanted to have some flexibility into it. And then, then I opened it up until people start inviting me and I get these invitations. And so then I have every state, I, I list the, the courses I want to play, um, courses, you know, that uh, I've been invited to. Um, and I've got, I get a list. I start generating a list of courses when I get to these areas. And, you know, obviously some states are big and so you've got to figure out different areas and of, of, Florida, you know, it's not just <laughs> yeah. like there's two stops in Florida. You could right. you could get lost in Florida. You could stay there for two months. So yeah. I had to kind of plan that, um, and then you kind of so when I get to a state, then you start picking the dates, and you know, I can spend three days in Orlando. You know, I got to do some Jacksonville, and then I got to get to see Tallgrass, and then so I would plan. We had a big event, and like and there were certain things that were like landmarks for me, <clears throat> so I knew I had to be there by this particular date like uh sawgrass we did a, yeah like players uh, yeah with uh we did a play day with len matisse we were raising money for the first tee in north florida and len nice. was uh <clears throat> len was running the show there and so he invited us to come out um one of my followers john had had seen what i was doing and and he knew len and said oh you gotta get, sync up and so we did a, a cool thing there so i was like all right well this is something that's going to be really fun really cool it's a great course with len matisse you know if nothing else and uh, so I circled that on the calendar. Len ended up being one of my favorite guys that I've met on the on the tour. He's the nicest guy you'll, you'll ever meet. Almost won the Masters. Um, yeah. You know, I wish he would have. But um, you know, he's I don't I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I maybe we wouldn't have met if he, that would be my only you know right. worry is if he won the Masters, he would have been much bigger. Um, but he certainly couldn't be any nicer. And uh, he joined a couple times on the tour, and so. That was one thing that I circled. And so I kind of built out around that uh, particular thing. So like I knew we had the trip to Finland when I got to New York, um, some of the things like that. Um, 
And that's, uh, and then they, then I kind of just filled it in. And then, like I said, if I had a gap or a day open, I would, you know, just find something on golf now or find something. something to play, you yeah. know, did you hit then, every state? I did 44. I didn't do a lot of the stuff that just didn't make logistic sense. Like Montana and the, uh, North Dakota, Delaware got skipped. Iowa was a bummer. I wanted to play a couple of course in Iowa, but I had to move through. I had some stuff I had to get to, uh, in a, yeah. Was it, was it always on top of your mind? Like I just got to check golf courses off or was it like, I need, I want to go play this place cause I want to play this place. Or was it like, that doesn't make sense. I need to check this off. Like was the end goal always in mind or was it like that course looks really cool. I I'm going to, I'm going to reroute and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I have to just hammer at, hammer them all out. If it was that way, I would have just stayed in like Florida and played a bunch of junkers, you know? Uh, but no, it's about yeah. the spirit of, uh, spirit of exploration. And there were some yeah. places for sure that I, I rerouted a large portion of the, the tour to speed up. When I found out that Sand Hills, their last day was like October 1st, I think it was. Um, and so I was like, I got to play Sand Hills. It's, it, I wanted to play Shinnecock and Sand Hills were my two courses that I was like, I got to play these two. I'd seen yeah. most of the other great ones in America. And uh, so I, I, re, I rebooked it and that was some drama to get over there. Um, but I ended up, you know, going out of my way to get to that course. And I had that experience. So there's, there's some flexibility there. I mean, this is, it's not, I mean, it's a full year, you know, so it's not like you're just like mad, 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 go, go, go. But, you know, you better play a golf course every day or, or otherwise that's. Uh, it's over. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, you gotta, if you can get 30, you should be able to get 36 then, especially in, in some of these summer months. I mean, come on. That's yeah. yeah. That's easy. What's the longest? Oh, yeah. oh, go ahead, Dan. I was gonna say, hey, Patrick. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm waiting. Next question. Okay. Go down. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, of uh, all the states you visited, which, in your opinion, which state has the best golf courses you played? Well, that's uh, I mean, it's California. California's got the best stuff. It's 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 almost like two states too. So it's almost not really true. Like, not it's fair. Kind of cheating. I mean, and I don't think that many people are gonna argue that when you start when you start looking at um, all that it really has, just the volume of golf, um, the great golf courses that it does have, um, you know, Monterey Peninsula right there. But, you know, then you start looking at other states, like who comes in second? Well, New York on Long Island, if you have access to those private yeah, clubs. Yeah, you got to have access. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. If you don't, yeah. well, then New York sucks because you, you got, you, got <laughs> yeah. you can still play Beth Page Black. It's not like it's void of public courses. But right. when you throw in the the private courses, and that's the case with America, and they're like close too, because you yeah. know when I we so took a family trip to to New York uh, last year, and I was like, just a little bit north of of the city of Manhattan, in there, there's there's like some gems that are really close together. Yeah, they're all right there. I mean, you get up into Garden City, and there's Garden City Golf Club right there, and. I even played Garden City Country Club. I think I played every golf course in Garden City, which was kind of a, a fun thing. Cherry Valley is a little little gem. Um, Bellport. I mean, these are places people don't know about. Siwanoi uh, yeah. or like uh, Engineers is a is a cool one there. Metropolis. These are courses that like I played that I thought were awesome. That that you know because everybody's like, oh, Sabonic and Shinnecock Hills and National sure. Golf Links, Friars Head. I I played those too, but I was I was like, I just love digging in to the the stuff beyond that so I, i've yeah. been there yeah oh man i gotta sure. go back to new york and i'm i'm never gonna be satisfied till i've played them all and 
you know, that that's the fun thing. It's it's a lifelong pursuit. This is kind of a, you know, you scratch the surface. You do you yeah. play 580 courses. You're just like, a, I, I, I have what else more. is there? What else do we got? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the thing. You probably found like some just super hidden gems like that. Yeah, yeah know, I mean, like... they're not, you know, you go into the these neighborhoods in these areas where there's people are passionate about their golf. They're not hidden to those people, you know. The local right. neighborhood people no, folks know. know know what's what's in their backyard. Yeah. Um, but on a national scale, it's certainly somebody in California like me is not really, unless you're really into golf courses, you're not super familiar with Siwanoi, which you should be because it's freaking rad. Yeah, um, you know. And so those that's the that's the joy of this tour is that if I were to go out there on a trip, I'd be like, oh, I got to play you know, the big names, if I can, I'm trying to get a couple big names and then throw in these names that I've heard. And that's my golf trip. And that's all good. But there's mm -hmm. some real treats um, that lie below that surface. And that was the beauty of hanging out for a bit and, and living there and, you know, in my RV and just, it was all about finding golf courses. That was yeah. it. That's that was huge. It. I, that's huge. I mean, like, I think it's, so we're based in Las Vegas, right? And we have St. George fairly close to us. And I think it's, it's been in like most people don't know about it. I think it's been found out. The secret's yeah. been found out, and it's kind of a bummer. But like, it's the golf out. courses I posted, out there are so sick. Like, I just, just like a hidden area on, of the country on uh, St. George. Um, and the, I think it's the it's the dramatic landscape that gets oh, you guys insane. So nice. Black they're eye candy good. The golf so courses good. are. I mean, from a architectural standpoint. I mean, they're not they're not standout level like there are a, a lot of other places, but yeah. they're they're good enough in the in the landscape that they're in is very just all very attractive. You know, the black yeah. desert, that new black desert yeah. you've got so there. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Copper so Rock is a new one there. Yeah, yep. Copper Rock's Copper great. Rock, yep. And then you're you, you know the, the Sand Hollow and yeah. Uh, what was what's the uh, McClay kid? um uh in in conta or in trotta yeah it's yeah. a new it's the a new renovation yeah yeah but fun story fun story about um i played there uh when it was uh it was a johnny miller design and the the, the holes <laughs> there's a couple holes that go through the lava and um there's one hole in particular that has um or it had well it had some playing it and it, there's this lob there's this boulder this lava boulder it's not big enough to even know what it is from the tee shot so it's kind of like you hit it there and you come and be like oh my ball was right behind it so i took a picture of it uh and put it on twitter and it was like what do you guys think of this and everybody thought it was stupid um it, funny enough and uh david mcclay kid joined in the conversation he's like i think that rock would look a lot better as a bunch of smaller rocks spread throughout the property <laughs> and i was like, oh you want to blow it up that's hilarious you know, so it was. It's always fun having uh, uh, David join in on a, a Twitter topic, and you know, give his his two cents. Yeah, and, yeah right. Uh, so we appreciate that. But then about I was maybe four or five months later, it was announced that he won the um, the the uh, the contract to redesign the golf course. And so yeah. when I came back there this this past year, that rock was no longer there, and, uh, <laughs> and it was you know I didn't Gosh. see any remnants of it. But he spread it around pretty good, and those holes are. They're much improved. They're much more fun to play. Yeah, it looks a lot better. He he won yeah. renovation of the year last year, didn't he? For that, I think so. Um, maybe depending on who depending on who you're you're talking to, but um, heck of a job turning something that was a little contrived and jammed in, and um, now into something that has Johnny Miller special. 
Yeah, some shot options. The Johnny Miller was they, – they gave him a chance to do it. He's like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, he's got other things going on now, you know. Johnny's got a family, and he's, he's, yeah. he's doing his thing. But uh, it, so it was cool to see uh, uh, McClay Kidd put his work out there. And it's always fun to see. That's what's so great about golf is, like, you've got these places. Like, that place was fun to play before because where it was at. And it wasn't a bad golf course, but it was very limited. Now it's got – options to to play yeah. all over the place it plays the Furman fast when i was there and i just thought it was really really enjoyable and then the lava holes are they were so penal last time and and beautiful but not really fun um and they are now you know it's think, really cool i think i think dmk like it inspires like a lot of like joyful holes with some creative like shot options and i think i think dave mcclay does a great job in that but yeah. I'm curious because you've played probably every course architect that we have in America. Like who oh, yeah. is your top notch, like golf architect? The, you, you know, they're play? all there's, I love them. There's, it's hard to say my very favorite, but it's uh, tough. I know. I know. I will. You know, McClay kid is, is great. I lo- he's my favorite out at Van and Dunes. And uh, it's fun to watch these guys go. Cause then you watched him went and he played, he did Tethero, which is yeah. arguably is freaking hard i want I to like play it. it so bad they softened it though right did you play it before well, and after I, I played i don't know if i haven't seen it softened but i don't can't imagine how much they would soften it <laughs> okay but what, i want to get it, there though it ended up softening uh mcclay kid's approach to golf because then after that he did gamble sands mm-hmm. which is which is like i mean it, the bounces towards the hole almost everywhere you go if you're playing with a head on your shoulders and you know what he's yeah. doing that course is wildly fun and very scorable. Like you, uh, you can walk off there. I walked off there with a sixty-nine once, not even knowing I was close to playing <laughs> seventy. You know, Gosh, so but it's uh... like a lot of people have their personal best there. But you know, I played a lot of Ross, a lot of Ross, and Ross, Ross kind of went up in my my opinion. Um, Ross, I always thought his man. courses tended to be plain and uninteresting, and that that kind of that opinion has changed as I've seen more golf courses. Yeah, there's some some really um memorable things that he does that make them playable and enjoyable over the over and over again and i think early on as i started as i kind of started playing golf courses i was attracted to things that would look good on instagram you know i was like oh, this right course yeah it looks good on instagram was that yeah. sure that's great it's certainly part of what is a golf course but i've gotten a deeper appreciation um for golf and the things that make a course really fun and 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 timeless and the merits of the the design uh, stick yes. out to me more, and, uh, and and that's why I always end up with uh, with Pete Dye. Pete Dye is my answer to that question. Pete's, oh. Pete's one of my favorites. Most wow. people hate him because he's he I don't know, he builds tough golf courses. But I mean, what Pete has done for golf courses in America is is yeah, bury me in a pop bunker. bury me in a bunker. Let's <laughs> pop bunker. I gra- Let's should I grab my copy from the other room? Because I got that <laughs> I got that same one. I never got a chance to meet Pete, and um, boy, I love him though. I love that guy. I did see him resting. Um, he, there's his, his ashes are at Casa de Campo on the eighth, mm-hmm. behind the eighth green, Ooh. and it's beautiful little like which which would have been a good hole just to put the green by the ocean and be done with it. But he built this beautiful little swale off the back right edge of that green that keeps you honest. So, like it's a bailout, but it also it once you're down in there, it's a it's a very fun but challenging up and down. And Pete's in the wall, the kind of like the, just this big swale that goes up behind there. And Pete's in there, and so he gets to watch 
Oh wow! <laughs> get up and down. No, we gotta go play it. We have to go and, play. And right on, right on the edge of the uh, the ocean there. So I mean, come on! It's like Pete loved to watch people play. Uh, it's a great resting spot for for Mister Die, and uh, I feel like I know him. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, you know I love his designs, and I feel like that's um, what a contribution to golf. What a what a totally. man, you know, to to give all the give us these treats that will be enjoyed. You know, we'll all be gone, and those people, the people behind us, will still be loving them. So uh, awesome. that's that's the beauty of these guys that build these 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 golf courses. And you know, um, thank you for for doing that. You know, if you're yeah. any of you guys ever listening, yeah, that's, uh, that's such a cool yeah. thing. It's such a yeah, cool thing. We did an event out at Paiute, which uh, P. Dye did all three courses at Paiute. Yeah. And so after he passed, Joe and I put together an event. Uh, we called it Legends Never Die. And it was uh, supposed we were supposed to play all three courses in one day, and uh, to do that out here, it's got to be in the summer. And so yeah, yeah. we reached out to a lot of people and said, "Hey, we're going to do raffles. You want to?" And we made it a pretty fun event, but COVID happened and they shut down uh -huh. one course, and so we only got to do uh, thirty six. But man, it, it was an absolute blast, and so many people still talk about that event for us. You know, that's where and, we actually met Dan. Yeah, that's where we met yeah. Dan. Yeah. It's my jam. Love, love it out of you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. So, hey, it's I got a, I got a question about architecture and design, and because you were, you were said a couple things about how uh, some courses can be just kind of a little basic, but the setting makes them amazing. Yeah. So, if if you were to take a course like Pebble Beach and put it in the middle of Nebraska, does it have the same appeal? And vice versa, could you take a course that's basic in Nebraska, throw it on the coast, and it's you know amazing because i've heard some people say pebble beach is only great because of where it's at not because of the course yeah. and well, nebraska is probably a bad example from what <laughs> i because I, I love the, the landscapes in nebraska you know if you talk about sand hills and i think it's one of the most beautiful places you can play golf yeah. um, aside from the ocean um but that's a good point so it's it's and i used to think oh you know it shouldn't matter but like hell yes it matters it's a big deal about where we play our game it's, it comes from the origins of our game you know our first golf courses were built uh, on the on the on the sea um you know that's why they call them links you know it's it's right there it links the uh links the sea to the town and it's kind of and so there's there's something magical about playing golf next to the next to the ocean and so the way I look at golf courses, like that's one aspect of how you would evaluate a golf course, right? And then there's other things too, you know, is the the routing, the, the shot options, the, the challenges, and um, things things along that nature that you have to assess as well. And um, yeah, I think a golf course like Pebble Beach does have a lot of really great things going for it. That if you were to take it off the ocean and put it inland into a rather uninteresting environment um it would still be a good golf course but it's not going to be pebble beach anymore because you remove a big right. part of what makes it special i mean like you, you remove the beach yeah it's just you know <laughs> pebbles yeah. and uh the, the eighth holes you know is, is not going to play that second shot's not going to play over that grand precipice there if it's just a hill it's just it's, it's still a good hole but it's not going to be have that same sort of feeling it's not going to have the the history and all these things that like people love about pebble beach and so yeah um yeah i mean it's it's still going to be a good golf course but it's going to lose going to lose that that certain magic something that it has and um but you know you can find great stuff in in you know i would say i would say that 
Sand Hills in um, Nebraska is a, is a far better golf yeah. course than Pebble Beach Ooh. Um, Ooh. For, for a number of number of different reasons. Um, but it doesn't have any of the any of the ocean, but it's got these beautiful, just natural, uh, yeah. I mean, landscapes out there in the in the sand hills, and um, those holes are are marvelously created. Every single one of them um, is very um, unique and just filled with character. Um, you would think that just hills through hole after hole through the sand hills uh, yeah. might be repetitive, and, and no, not. And um, that's that's my favorite course from the. From the the tour, as you might have guessed, I've already mentioned it. Sand Hills. Okay. Yeah, so Sand Hills. Did you did you get to play? Did you get to play Landman? I did play Landman. Landman's yeah. up there too. I tell you, the I, there's three courses I played in Nebraska. I played Landman, Cap Rock, and Sand Hills. And all three of those are my top five. <laughs> you know, whoa, uh, wow. across the country. Yeah, crossing that's five out of five hundred and eighty. So wow, Nebraska's got wow. some jams. Wow, um, you're going to see a lot of golf being built in nebraska because yeah. there's a lot of land that's perfect for land. golf and people have yeah. the, the the you know the the theory of the uh the formula has been proven to work now that people are going to travel wherever it is if golf is good enough and interesting enough and totally. that's what they want and so now yeah. there's now it's like thank you to um, shout out mike kaiser like well it started with sand hills it started yeah. with sand hills because sand hills did it first and they proved that you could if go you to this it. place and people would sign up for memberships and do it. And then right on the tail tail end of uh, Sand Hills uh, came along Mr. Kaiser, who, who man, he put the nail in the coffin. And, and yeah. that was the biggest, biggest development in golf and golf architecture. I don't know, in the past 50 years, I might, yeah. might say. Such yeah. a massive, massive leap to, to bringing back, ushered in an age of all the new architects right and gave yes, them all totally the, the uh the place to to prove their chops right you know yeah, every yeah. everybody the, the big names in our game is is got a course at, at bannon dunes at this point and so totally. um you know right. that's before, a, yeah, before we get into more bannon because we're gonna have some bannon <laughs> questions for you okay uh steven from the golf and dad's tavern is asking on instagram what's your favorite course in central florida oh central florida um <laughs> the only one that comes to mind is stream song. Um, mm. then you got three good courses there. So you could argue about those, those three. Um, and I would probably, um, the blue, I think is a little is maybe got too much, uh, stuff going on there to, for me to, to give it the, give it the love, uh, some really good creative work there from Doke though. The red is always the right answer. Um, but I love that uh, that that piece from Hans there with like a lot of the throwbacks to some of the, uh, you know, the punch bowl hole and some of the big bold landforms he used there. So I'd probably go with the black course out there. And I think they're building a new shorter part three or something I read. But well, I, I, think, I, oh, yeah. I know they have the what's the the gauntlet. Oh, that's the putting green. And then they have what's the one that's just it's like seven holes, but it's they share a couple greens. It's just a, it's right by the black clubhouse. I don't know. It's been I a honestly, bit. I think song. Cabot Citrus Farms might be coming for stream song pretty soon. Oh yeah, Cabot's <laughs> Cabot's good. I haven't been there yet. They just just opened that and uh, yeah, well, Monday. I, I think there. it was Monday. I think it was today. I think today was opening day. I mean, Kyle Franz, fucking that dude is a uh, he's up and comer. So yeah, there's a lot of good guys like that. You know that, yeah. that do really good work, and they, you know, most of them. I mean, if you do the math, it come from Pete Dye. <laughs> Some right, way yeah. or another. One way or another, yeah. yeah. 
All right. So bandit, we're going back to band in, uh, in August. Did cool. how many court, how many rounds did you get there on the tour? Got them all. There's five courses, all. five courses. Um, I didn't play the preserve cause it wouldn't have counted. It needs to be yeah, 18, yeah. 6,000 yards. Um, but I played them all and, uh, boy, I love that place, man. It's, it's, there's really no arguing when I, when I say that it's the, the very best golf resort in America. And I've been to every golf resort of substance. I haven't been to a couple They're the new ones that are kind of coming up. Um, but there's no way that anybody jumps in and takes the lead from, from band and dunes. It's just, there's too much good golf. I mean, too much great golf, uh, yeah. for anybody to even come close. Um, in the position they they held, you know, hold now with the, the, you know, the lot of the amateur events, the USGA putting some events on there. Um, it's just further solidifying their, their, their places, just one of the greatest places to play golf in the world. And, um, you know, they were part of my, my first tour when I did it in 2018 and, um, I love them. And they had me back uh, with open arms, uh, for the world record. And, uh, they were kind of like the penultimate stop right before I went to Chambers yeah. Bay yeah. Uh, to finish it up. All right. What's your, give us one through five, your rating. Everybody's got everybody. And we'd say this about everything. There's <laughs> yeah. no wrong answer to no, this, yeah, totally. but everybody's the got their own. Tunes, is it even if you didn't know what you were talking about at all uh, and no, no experience, you could name any five in any order and you'd yeah, even be like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. That's good. That's you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that, um, I do, I draw the same sort of thing when I talk about Pine Valley, because you could say what's the best hole at Pine Valley and any of those answers is going to be a pretty good one. Um, but let's, <laughs> we'll get back to the question at hand. The and, fact that um, you've played Pine Valley is impressive, let yeah, alone what's nope. your favorite hole. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> another conversation. The, uh, so we go to, to, to Bannon, the original course by David McClay kid is, is been my favorite. Um, and it's no, changed okay. over the years. So it's changed. Every time I come back, there's like a little jostling. Um, and it, right now it's uh, it go it abandoned. Trails has been moving up for me. I used to think it was kind of like the hipster answer because everybody likes <laughs> the courses on it. You know, it's like, oh, trails are my favorite. It's like, because just because it's not on the ocean. Well, trails was underrated before. That's why people <laughs> yeah. want like, they they like, hey. it. a little contrarian yeah. answer. Yeah. Um, but the more I play it, the more I love it, um, which is everything out there. Um, the only one that's never been in the pole position for me is, um, is sheep ranch. Sheep ranch has never been one. So we go, we'll go band in, um, uh, trails and then Pacific. I always think Pacific is just such a, I mean, people like to hate on it sometimes. I don't know why. Cause it's, it's I think it's cause it's so, hard. so good. It's, it's so good. And it's so unusual. Like eat you up. Back nine why. is like, I don't even know. There's like five par threes or something ridiculous. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. look at it, you're like, you, but you don't even you don't even notice because you're just like hey, right. I'm playing great golf holes one after another. That's, that's and then you look and you go, that was wall. like that was unusual, but I didn't mind it one bit. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's I think a real testament to uh, Pacific. Um, and then we got uh, uh, then I put sheep on there, and then Old Mac moved down. I don't know why they're so good. It's like I feel bad putting Old Mac. At the bottom, yeah, yeah that hurts. That place. Oh. Anybody at the bottom is always like a ripoff. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we'll do. I think you know. I think old Mac and then sheep. We're gonna flip flop them. Uh, and sheep, okay. sheep, sheep is is a is is an a, an amazing golf course for that piece of land that they've got there. It's like they kind yes. of they've done such an, a fantastic job of getting even just eighteen holes on that thing. Yes. 
yeah. it's, from a routing perspective, it's going to win the routing award all day long and yeah. the view award all day long as well because yep. it, it doubled the, the number of holes on the ocean when they built that. Yeah. Um, I think, the, I don't know, there's like seven or eight holes on the ocean there. Um, yeah. And that doubled the, the number of holes on the ocean for the entire resort when they built Sheep Ranch. Um, yeah. So really, I like that place. It was so it's a fun best. story about Sheep Ranch is um, having been in the golf industry for a bit now. I've oh, had so some really cool experiences. And come on. I've got a chance to, um, I, I saw it when they were building it. So I yes. was, we did you play it before? Um, oh, yeah. When they were just, when they were, when it was, when, the sheep, when you, you had know, to go to like the liquor store and get a tackle bar in, or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And you just go out and you hit your ball around. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was a different thing. Um, but Ooh, then awesome. the story that I'm talking about was once they had purchased it and were transforming it into what it is today. I was out there walking around and it's all covered in sand and they're, they're pissed off because the wind blew, they shaped the greens and then the wind blew all their greens <laughs> down into the fairway. Cause that's the problem with people don't realize it's like yeah. they, they shape them in sand and you get, if you're not wet, it, the wind will just blow them away. So they had some wind that just totally. wiped them down in the fairway. So they were pissed about that. But, um, one of the, one of the, the, the shapers for Cora Crenshaw is out there and he's, he's shaping the third, and 16th green which is one of the greatest spots in being in one of the greatest spots on, on, on to play golf and will be known for some time yeah and so i'm like yeah. fairly cognizant of what is happening here i'm like this is a moment like this guy's yeah. shaping this green it's going to be enjoyed for hundreds of years that's so and I'm awesome like, cool yes. man this is I'm, so I'm just like watching him oh, it's going down this is history right <laughs> and i'm just eating it up and so i'm talking to him i'm asking him questions he's like how are you going to make it so like when people are hitting their shots into the third hole somebody skulls one that like you know it doesn't beam people in the head he's like that's kind of what i'm trying to think of right now he's like you know what if you got any good ideas you seem to know what you're talking about do you want to you know draw a line in the sand you know and if it's good we'll use it i'm like are you serious you're like you, you awesome. take, they're like yeah dude a good idea is a good idea right and that, yeah and that's how no. that's how that. operate you know if somebody comes in has a good idea they're not going to ignore it just because it came from somebody else and i was like wow that's that's how you that's how you get great golf courses because your guys yeah. build these places they know um and obviously everything's got to go through them and they they have to yeah. have a final say on it but but like a good idea you know it's let it rock idea. and roll and I, I didn't unfortunately i didn't have any good ideas for him he was he was already <laughs> on top of it and so i missed my chance to, to leave my mark but <laughs> i think know, that's what's me. really really <laughs> cool about like the new architecture wave like i've heard that about doke i've heard that about hans like if some a shaper has an idea, he's like they're like, do it, and then I'll check off on it. But like if it's a good idea, do it, you know. Yeah. And I think that's it's like a collaborative effort, you know. And I think, I think it's making really good golf courses now, and that's that's what I love to see. I wish you would have just did. You should probably just put like a Nike check or something. <laughs> just did something on 16 like keep my ball up right here because i usually hook it or cut it or whatever yeah they did a pretty good job with some of the swales and the efforts and runoff areas i was just yeah. watching looking they, at it they they came back they again did. i was like oh, we, this is well done joe and, and i played the solstice uh a couple years ago and we so this is joe's first time on property and so we played first sheep time. one day and it was like 30 maybe 20 mile an hour winds it was more than that oh, no no more. the first day the first time we played oh, okay and then the the we our last round 
uh, and you know Bandon in the afternoons is when the wind comes. Uh, so our last round was on Sheep Ranch for the solstice, and it was like 50 mile an hour gusts yeah. and 45 <laughs> mile an hour sustained winds. Yeah. I, I hit driver on 16. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I swear, I've, I've never ditch, had bro. a better time in my life, man. That was, it was so much fun. It yeah. was incredible. I mean, in that it's just, you're just getting, cause the wind here in Vegas is different. It's, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a painful hurt wind and the wind up there is just kind of annoying, but it doesn't like mess you up. <laughs> it's, it's euphoric. It's energizing. Yeah. Well, there. the courses are, are built to be, to play with play in the wind. Um, yeah. So it's designed to be windy. And Vegas, you know, you it gets real windy. You just start hitting in houses and stuff. And it's like, it's not really solar panel. Out, <laughs> you know? Hey, so uh, Jeremy, Jeremy's joined us. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm late. Talking. I was, I was looking forward to this. So I apologize. Well, you're here now, Jeremy. Welcome. Yep. Thank you. Do you got any questions off the top of your head? No? Dude, I, 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 I followed you for so long. Like I was looking back and it's, I think 2015 is when I followed you on Instagram. Hell yeah. Just Hell yeah. so I'm a, I'm a long time listener. That's yeah, like, I that's, enjoy, I, enjoy I, mean, I was first time caller. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In 2015. I was not a professional photographer at that point. I, I'll happily say that I was just an, an enthusiastic golfer. Um, yep. And uh, boy, I, I, I posted some, some duds back in the day but then i you know <laughs> I also posted some home runs and that's what i where i learned from so thanks it was for, the high kicks the high me. kicks gets yeah. everybody the high kicks i yeah very high cool. kicks. I, I mean there's worse things to be known for on the internet <laughs> yeah um, i happily i happily dole out a couple of them and you know, it's always fun when i come out to like an 18th green or something and somebody so where was it at Oakland Hills? Somebody was like, "Let's let's get some of them high kicks." It's from like <laughs> me, somebody's having dinner or something. They they recognize me. Uh, that, that's cool. That is that won't get old. Um, yeah, really fun to to you know. That's what the, the Instagram is about. Is like bringing the community together okay. and uh, enjoying what we love. And that's what the tour really excelled at. Is is kind of providing a, a vehicle for that to happen. What's you know, what's the it, longest time you went between rounds? Um, well, so I took there was not a day off, so to speak. Um, when I was in the zone, there was a couple times where I would like maybe like almost twenty four hours, or you know, you you tee off in the morning, get done at like ten or something, and say something you travel, and then you don't, I didn't play till the next afternoon. You know, so that's that's the only thing. But but there was there was a one break where. Um, I, I was the, I'm the photographer or one of the photographers, I should say for the Tiger Woods Invitational, um, in Pebble beach. And, um, I'm hired by, um, USLI, who's the title sponsor to come out there and, um, take photos. And they invited me, I'd done it once, once previously. And they invited me again back, um, to come and do that. And I was like, Oh, I'm doing this world record thing. It's like, but that's Tiger Woods. And um, so I said, all right, I'll, I'll do it. This is the only thing I cleared my calendar for to do that. And uh, my boy, I was glad I did because uh, it's always so much fun. You get to hang with the, the big cat a little bit. And then they liked my, my photography. And uh, right after that, they invited me back for next year. So uh, oh, that's awesome. Nice. It was, it was, a, it was a good decision. Um, you know, I lost six days there. 
where I didn't get to play golf for six days. And um, that was those were the only days I didn't play golf. Every other day I was wow. like, oh, I gotta get back on it. I remember I came back and played um, Castle Pines in Colorado. And I was like, my game felt weird. Because I'd played like 280-some <laughs> days in a row. <laughs> And, and then took I took six days I, off and you're six, wrecked. Six days off and it was like a year. I was just like, oh my God, I don't even know where the ball is going. You know, by the back nine, it was starting to starting to come back. And then the next day I did 36 and, you know, I was off to the races after that. But uh, yeah, it did feel like a long time. Man. How many miles had, did you put on the RV? 35,000, just under 35,000. Um, so not as many as people, I, I would have people guess and they would always guess like, 50 or 80 or something absurd it's not because like sometimes you you, know, you drive around the entire country but like i'm not driving that much every day you know i'm not i don't yeah. drive two hours every day i'll sit there for you know abandoned i was there for like a week not going anywhere yeah, for yeah. Like four yeah. Or five days you know um so there's some concentrated areas where you can you can kind of hammer out a bunch like palm springs and scottsdale you don't need to drive a, a whole lot to play a lot of golf and you only had like one breakdown right I, I feel uh, like it was falling, right? I had one and breakdown, one. one breakdown per day for the first thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> there was a used lot RV. <laughs> oh, we had, uh, you know, I wish I should have the list, but if I go through the list of things that broke in the first thirty days, um, the the air conditioner, the, the water, um, the stairs, the door, um, the electronic stabilization. Um, things on there um those were all important things that broke and it was just like one after the other and i was there was one moment where the i get i i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna go to fort worth i gotta drive to get and i got a tea timer i don't somewhere in texas i had to drive and i go to i go to to take down the the, the stabilization jacks and just like all these alarms start going off i'm like what the hell happened i don't even know what it was we chased it back to like the uh it was a big electronical electric component thing we had to change out the i forget the name of the whatever it was um maybe i blocked it from my mind but like and so i had to get a guy out there he comes and he fixes it we had to like manually jack this thing down or up so i could get my wheels on the ground and drive and i'm like all right we got this fixed i'm like it's up it's still broken but like i'm just not going to use it oh, oh all right away we go so I go up and then I step on the steps to like get in though, and the steps just rip clean, clean off. <laughs> I, just remember, oh, I, was like, man. I was like, mother. And I just fucking just yelling in the parking lot. <laughs> piece of crap. It's a brand new RV. That's the thing. It's not like I bought yeah. it. Yeah. It was a brand new RV. We bought it because we figured things like this wouldn't happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Fortunately for me, everything broke. And that was so I, I kind of learned out what, what happened. It makes sense. So. 2020 the pandemic comes along everybody wants to be in an rv creating unprecedented demand for rvs um and so the rv people are like let's cash in and they just start slapping them together right yep. it hastily mm -hmm. putting these rvs together and every single problem that i had was traced back to like oh they could have just done this and it, <laughs> it tightened this thing or done this or like not <laughs> hammered this nail into this wire you know then i wouldn't <laughs> And uh, it's stuff like that. So it was like, it was part of the journey. But there was times where I was like, it's been, it was expensive to fix these things too. Yeah. So to fix them on the fly. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Golf Gamebook. They never lost faith in the whole process. <laughs> and like, right at the beginning, I'm like, guys, stairs are gone. The AC is off. 
We're I'm getting locked up on things in there. Just sleeping on a slant. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. Re- you know, I mean, anyways, we, you know, some things didn't break. The slide outs never bre- broke. I was deathly afraid of those slide outs snapping off. That would have been real bad. Those things stayed strong. Down to the slide outs, you know, and, uh, you know, the, the engine in there was new. And so, um, Nothing horrific happened. I did rip the, well, I wouldn't say that. I ripped the, the exhaust off the bottom of it in the parking lot of Indian Wells, which was, a, that was a, my problem. It, and I don't know why, it was kind of, the tailpipe was kind of sticking out. And if you can go on Twitter, you can see I had to, I, I had to hire somebody calling while I'm playing the golf course, you know, to get somebody out there to, to fix the, the, the exhaust. Cause I don't really know what's wrong. I know that it's mangled underneath the RV ends up cutting off the exhaust and so i'm driving around with the exhaust it's loud as hell <laughs> uh, with the exhaust in the living room. just like driving around <laughs> just like i'm on a hot rod <laughs> this thing is like sending everybody including myself i'm just i'm driving I'm like this is insane uh, from course to course <laughs> and then I, I found somebody in palm springs to to do some uh exhaust work only one guy in palm springs that did it he was he was free within the next couple of days to <laughs> And it got a nice little chrome tip on the end. So it was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, there you go. Um, nice. you know, crap like that was that's just, you know, little fuel to the fire. You're already trying to do 36 and now you got to deal with an exhaust pipe. Oh, not yeah. small in your have an RV in your living room. <laughs> you know. Did you keep stats of everything golf-wise? Like yeah. birdies, yeah. cars, golf balls yeah. used. If people want to get into it. There's a I mean, you can get into the, all the goodness on the uh, golf game book app. It's uh, okay. it's all there. It's every single score along the way, every missed. I can tell you how many times I missed a fairway to the left, which wasn't <laughs> awesome. I was pretty good with the driver. Driver was dialed. I mean, my what was, my what was your average score? For... Seventy-seven. Oh, baller! Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, what did your uh, what did your handicap start at, and what did it end at when you were finished? It went four to scratch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was oh, at like yeah. plus point two, and that's a traveling kid. index, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's, not a, yeah, that's not the local you... club index. That's a hey, I'm a scratch anywhere yeah, in America. That's playing <laughs> and everything from like sevens <laughs> to thirteens, and uh, all the grasses, you know, yeah, fescue, Bermuda, rye, bent, all these zoysia, zoysia, and, and I'm playing in bunkers that are you know have an inch and a half of sand to no sand yeah. surprise <laughs> you're getting off yep. of concrete so you know that's that's what's kind of fun about it is i got really good at dealing with all the different things yeah i, I didn't even and... think about this until right now like you saw everything and everything. you probably became a better golfer and i i preach this current uh, all the time i'm like you need to don't belong to one place go play everywhere you can because it's going to make you a better golfer playing the wind playing the rain playing this playing that because it's going to make you better in the long run and, sure. and you did that. I did exactly that. There was nothing that stopped me. If it was raining yeah. or wind, I was like, ah, I don't like it when it starts raining because I'm like, I'm going to play in it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, you know, I had some good fun in some of those, uh, some of those did, sideways storms. Did you ever have a round that you couldn't finish? There's one. My only weakness is lightning. It's we woke up to snow one day and my buddy who's traveling with me at the time was like, we're not playing golf today. I was like, fuck, we're not. Playing golf, well, we're gonna have to drive. We're gonna have to drive down this hill, and we found a golf course down the bottom of the hill that was uh, 
you know, no snow on it. So we, we, we solved that one. Um, but uh, Tamarisk, not Tamarisk. Yeah, it starts with a T. There's Taconic and Tamarisk, and then there's another one that's, it, it's, it sounds like those. It's not those, because I'm looking at Taconic now, which is one of my favorites. Um, but it, outside of, is in New Jersey, and we played the front nine, and then the, then the lightning came. And uh, we couldn't get that back night in. I already done 18 that the morning and we were trying to, we had time to get it in, but it was lightning. And, uh, and people that, especially like Florida will know this, that when the, it's all automated, there's no, it's not like yeah. the guy in the pro shop saying you can't play. It's, it's sirens service that basically puts a, a horn out there that if mm-hmm. once it strikes the, the horn sounds, everybody's got to get off the course. And then, if there are no strikes after 30 minutes, you can go back on play. But every time another strike happens, it's detected in the area, it resets the counter. And so we're sitting there waiting for like, we'll watch it get down to like 10 minutes. And then another strike. Like, oh, oh, that sucks. <laughs> we're plotting ways. We're like, you know, what? I'm just going to go out in the back and just book it around the back nine. You know, yeah. like, we're, we're like, break the law here. And then we, we start like walking out. We're like, maybe, you know, and then they were like, it's shut down. It's closed. And we're like, okay, this is not. This is not going to happen, and that was the only, which is something, right? This That's is the crazy. only, yeah, yeah. There's I thought for sure there'd be times. like three or four. Oh, there was another time where, like, uh, at Ballin Isles, where it was like I was walking to the parking lot because I was like, "This is never going to go." The lightning thing—it looks too bad. And then as I'm walking to the parking lot, the alarm, the alarm to come to like literally everybody there was had left. The cart guys were like, "Is that the alarm? Can I go back and play?" And they're like, "Yeah, dude, you can go play." You might get it in. And I had like, I don't know, I think 11 holes left to play. And I played those 11 holes in like 40 minutes. And uh, nice. Got it in. Got it in. Yeah, you know? Got so it was, in. That was, a, that was a good day because it was, I, well, it would have been really good if it went as, as it planned. Because um, when I showed up, they had put me on the T the sheet with Brad Faxon. And I was like, you're playing with Mr. Faxon. And I was like, Brad? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, sweet. <laughs> Let's tee it up. And then, uh, <laughs> then the whole rain thing came and they, they, you know, they went, uh, they, they gave up like everybody else, but not I, I got in 18 holes that day or 36. Yeah, That's was, awesome. Yeah, you are a, you are a true soul golfer, my friend. Oh, what size, what size t-shirt do you wear or hoodie do you wear? <laughs> uh, I might have something I got to send you. Oh, I've got, uh, I'm like a medium or large. I think I can okay. do. Okay. I do, I I'm going to message you and I'm going to send you something. All right. All right. Joe is our but resident I, soul golfer. I'm a soul golfer. Do you, are you, do you consider yourself a soul golfer? Yeah. I mean, do if you, there's, yeah, it's, it's part of my, I, I feel like I've coined the phrase, right? Like a soul golfer is like, I don't necessarily care about score. I care about the moments. I care about uh, spending time with friends. I care about experiences and the moments. And Unless really there's cool money on the line, and... I've, I've developed into a soul golfer. Absolutely. Yes, you yeah. got to You got to clip that one. And we're soul golfers, man. So okay. I'm, I'm, so this is a prerequisite. Like <laughs> this is a prerequisite for becoming a soul golfer. Have you cried on the golf course? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, I, I cried think... first time I saw number sixteen at Bandon Dunes. Is I cried when I saw that hole. <sighs> Where did you? Cry? I didn't. I, I made a cry because I was my score at that point. The first time I saw it, <laughs> um, there I've had a couple of good reactions, um, and I've been fortunate enough to get some 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 uh, inspiring spots. But the one that get, that got me um, was uh, was the 
when you come across, you're playing Cypress Point and you come across, uh, you know, the 18 mile uh, drive there or 17 mile drive. And then you, you walk over and um, you see 15 there and it, it, the birds are there, the waves are crashing. I just started laughing. <laughs> it was so insane. I'm like, why am I here? Come on, guys. I can't believe Come this on. is happening right now. Yeah, like, we're I playing golf this. here. Like, this is an unbelievable place just to like hang out. You'd think this is some sort of Shangri La. Uh, yeah. But we can hit golf balls to that freaking green. It's like, it's just yeah. like, oh my gosh. And that's not even the 15s, just like getting warmed up because then you get to go <laughs> yeah. play 16 <laughs> and 17. <laughs> oh, you're out of your mind. Um, yeah. That yeah. one is really. That one's really big tear there. That's that's the one that'll get you. And then the then everybody remembers the first time you saw Eamon Corner if you if you've been to the Masters or actually played the golf course, which is much more rare. No, yeah. have you played it? I haven't. I haven't. No? Um, you working yeah, on that? I'm going for an. I, I just my goal is just to play the top ninety nine. I'm not. I'm not even aspiring um, <laughs> to, to get out there. It's out of, you know. I've I've seen it. Uh, I I played it in my head. And I'm gonna count that good enough. Um, and if I leave this earth without playing it, that's I'm totally fine with it. Uh, yeah. But there are a couple that I certainly want to play. Um, I still got about, I think I'm at 94, depending on what list you're counting at. But I've got I've got a handful of um, uh, on the wish list. I'm, I I didn't check them all off. I'll never I'll never run out of them. Yeah. Uh, peach trees that's... at the top of my list now. Oh, peach tree looks so sick. Yeah, I've got that's a, in a Atlanta, tree. right? Yeah, yeah. Out yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta. yeah, I've got a tea time at Peachtree already. Um, oh, or at least a at least a buddy's trip. That's we're gonna we're gonna hit some gems. If, you, some if you need stuff. one, I'll fly out. Them, just let me know. Yeah, it's full. It's full. <laughs> yeah, I glommed on. I was like, I snuck. I was. I, they were telling me about the trip, and I'm just like, dude, I'm. You need to come. You need an extra guy. Oh, you're in. Oh, okay. So, Pete, you know, tree that's looks like the, the. It looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of one of those two that um, they're real low key. They don't, you know, really low key. You're not taking pictures when you're out there, you know, yeah. but yeah. you're just enjoy the round, you know. Um, yeah. I don't think, cause you, and there you, you don't see a lot of pictures because you know, they're just not out there and they're not, they're not, yeah. that's not what they're about. It's about that. Yeah. But I've, I've talked to Augusta National members that say Peachtree is a better golf course. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. You know, wow. And um, but you know, there's I've played better golf courses than Augusta National. I, I don't know if I'm qualified to say that, having not played Augusta National. <laughs> yeah. I better keep my mouth shut. Um, <laughs> but there's there, you know, there's a consensus. You look at the the rankings, um, and they they kind of come in a little bit more in line with uh, the new school of thought. Um, and Augusta's like seven. Or something like that i think so, it's more yeah, about I mean, the experience and the nostalgia oh, it. not oh yeah don't get me wrong yeah, i know what you know yeah, yeah the, the magic at augusta is is legit i mean it's yeah. it's real there's it scores off the charts in that yeah that particular um that feeling is like you know you how are you gonna play 16 you can say whatever you want about 16 as a golf hole. i don't think it's particular very special at all when you when you look at you know how yeah. many courses have that type of green and that hole but when you start thinking about Tiger Woods chipping in, right, that that, that yeah. moment, you're like, dude, this is as special as it gets, yeah. you know. So it kind of those that history and and history. watching those on TV transforms that place, especially. I mean, totally. And it's still a and it's still one of the best golf courses in the country. That's the thing. Yeah. So like when you start talking critically about these golf courses, I love them all, and I think they're all totally. fantastic. But if you're gonna like 
you know, s figure out what separates national golf links from Sh Shinnecock Hills. Like you might have to say something that's not glowing about a place that is one of the best in the world. And that's, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm thrilled to play every single one of these. And um, I always tell people this, I've never met a golf course that I, I didn't like, but some right. I like more than others. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like you have experiences in different courses and you know there's different vibes and there's different moments and it's like you know you could have aced somewhere or your homie was drinking a beer and then he like nailed one and chipped one in you know it's just like there it's so creative and that's what's so cool about golf is like everywhere you go the course is created for you or you know there was an architect that built it out of the sand and and every experience is very unique yeah and that's it's that's Speaking what's of aces, so good about golf did you have any aces i'm aceless as i stand here lifetime ace aceless i should have three is what i should have uh but that's you know whatever um <laughs> given my skill level and just sheer number of attempts that's I what i was thinking like you should have had by now i would have helped. yeah you should have one. i've got uh, i've got some good non-ace stories um, I had one when I was, and this is one of many sob stories. In my first one, that um, it was in high school, it was a high school match, and we were playing in the wind. And I grew up in Indiana. It doesn't get particularly windy all the time, but this day is real windy. I remember I hit this seven iron. I was just like an idiot kid, you know, just hit. I had this seven iron, just bombed it like way up in the air on this like hundred and some yard hole, and it go, it, it, it comes straight down into the hole, goes into the hole. And we didn't really realize what happened. We just, it pops straight up. And so we, we get up on the green and there's pieces of the cup all over the place. And we are like, oh, it landed in the hole and bounced out, like directly out. I don't even know. Oh. I've never seen anything like that happen. I don't even know how you do it. But we, I did it. I smashed up that cup. And, um, <laughs> you know, that, that was a, wow. that was a dumb one. I've had yeah. two. That I brutal. <laughs> brutal. Where they're like on the edge and I just blew them in. That was a 1.5 on the scorecard. <laughs> Of 1.5 exactly yeah there's some there's some dumb ones but you know how many edges have i burned i do know that i put a i put a dozen golf balls inside of two feet on this tour alone mm. uh, mm. and that's that's kind of the mark of like you know if you hit it to two feet that's the skill like mark right you're not i don't care how good you are you're you're not you're not dialing it inside of two feet maybe if you're tiger in his prime but Rock's the rest is a little in. lot and even well and even um if you do take the uh, take the world's best iron striker, Tiger Woods in his prime, it was who went like something like seventeen years without getting a hole in one. So that should show you mm -hmm. how much. You hey, know, I have one, rough. and I'm I'm terrible. So <laughs> it's it's luck. It's I mean, there's you have some skill, but it's so much luck. There's it's, a lot it's of luck. fun about it, man, because it's like anybody can get them, and it and it and it's sometimes and it can happen any day. It can happen any, any day, day, any round, anybody, any shot. It's, lightning striking it's one of the great things we have in our game is that you can achieve perfection for a moment and then then it's over you're gonna go play to the double next on the next hole yeah and you gotta buy your friend's uh pizza out at uh where did we go we were out at uh reynolds lake Oconee in georgia oh, yeah. and that's where matt made his ace on the preserve and uh he took us out which, for which pizza. One the preserve there the preserve oh what hole yeah 12 uh, no it was on the front it was eight eight yeah oh that's the little one with the pond on the left there yeah yep yep, yep. Mm -hmm. oh, nice it's about 150 yard shot 
Yeah. Right? It was one yeah. one sixty is what I hit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's a good ace. Yeah. yeah. I, it was it was the it was highlight awesome. of my golfing career so far. It was our second eighteen of the day. It was it was uh it was and like a everything was closed. The clubhouse was closed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. Didn't well, get to celebrate too much, but congratulations. That's oh, a cool ace. Cool. All right, so what what sticks are you playing? What's uh, what's in the bag for uh, Mr. Koenig? Uh, what is? I got some MP59s, Mizunos. Uh, yeah. I think the shafts are completely dead. Had them <laughs> I'm not like an equipment. Five hundred rounds of golf. They probably are. <laughs> oh my! Oh, then I had them. They put them in. The shafts are so old. They've been hot and cold for like ever. I've owned them since I, I've driven oh, all over the country. Uh, and uh, I just never change the shafts, but what they feel like butter when you hit them good. The heads are, you know, that are going to go bad. Uh, and I just, I, I put them in after I, I gotten uh, a little sick of my Callaway clubs. They were just getting beat up. And I was like, these things are toast. Let me try those MP59s. And I just threw those in. And I was like, oh, they feel so good. They feel so good. I know how to work them really well. And I don't hit them far, but I know how far they go. And so, I mean, come on. Like when we talk about distance, we're not talking about yep. this. We're talking about distance control. We're talking totally. about, and, and if you talk to any tour player the, and, and you tell them what do the best, the guys that win on tour, they are masters at distance control. So yep. if you're trying to hit your seven iron, I don't care how far you hit it. it you're, you're trying to hit it the same distance yep. every time. Every time. That's where you, you can actually get good at golf. If you hit a seven iron, 190 yards and blast over the green like dude that's that's bad you know if you hit it anywhere from yeah. 190 to 160 you have a 30 yard gap in there like you're not gonna yeah. score you, yeah. you will sometimes and you can impress your friends with some distance but no no it's about distance control right. it's hitting the same shot every time and uh, i got pretty good at that i, I you know i would i hit a shot and I'd be like ah, that's short right or i'm like oh that's probably a little little left and long and so i kind of knew where it was going so i got dialed but nothing you know, like tour level dialed. Um, but you know, we play enough golf, you kind of get a feel for your game. Totally. What, uh, what's the woods? What, uh, what drivers? Oh, oh man. Yeah. I've got a Titleist in there. Um, the RS2 or, or I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, the TS2. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, I hit that thing so good. The best I've ever hit a driver The the folks at club champion dialed me in, um, in the, in the, uh, the open, uh, when it was at uh, in Boston in 2022, and I, they put that driver in my hands, I took it with me, and man, I must. I think I hit seventy percent of the fairways, which is like tour level. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Um, and that really made the game fun because then, then you can appreciate you're in the spots where you should be off the tee most of the time, and you have you know you still can you know have the fun of recovering because 30 percent you're not um but allows you to play the golf courses they were designed and then it just becomes a much more enjoyable game when you've got you know the the you're enjoying it as the architect laid it out for you most of the time then it's fun and you're usually around par or challenging par uh every single golf hole yeah what's the classic and then I've, um, oh man, I've got a Toulon Portland model, the flat stick, my best, my best bud. Uh, got my that back bud. in 2018. It was the first run of the Toulon. Somebody said the, and I don't know if you guys are equipment dudes, but yeah, I was playing with somebody and they were like, dude, you could sell that for like three grand. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, I didn't even know if it was that expensive of a putter. Um, but I guess it was one of the original runs. Pre-Callaway? Uh, 
the, yeah. And now yeah. they all have mm-hmm. Odyssey on there. Mine yeah. just is too yeah. long. Yeah. Uh, so that makes it valuable. I'm like, well, I'm go. not selling it. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of, it's cool that it's got a little, little thing to it, but uh, no, you know, there, I think people, I, I'm, I know this, you know, that people um, can, can think that they can get better by changing their equipment. Um, and there's a little bit of that, but it all comes down to your, to your belief in the equipment. Right. And so I said, instead totally. of just yep. needing a new putter to believe in my putter again, I was like, I'm just going to stick with this one and we're just going to be badasses together. We're going to, we're going to change that sort of thing. I'm not going to have doubt in my, my, in my man, you know, my, my, my guy by my side, like, let's just go all in and just be, <laughs> this is the putter for me. We're going to die together and we're going to make a ton of yeah. putts. And, um, I tell you, when you adopt that, that, that mental attitude, I mean, people say putting is mental, right? <laughs> it's all here. So here's an example. They're all so, laughing at me. Listen, Matt. This is what I did. Um, I don't know. This is maybe like 10 years ago. I was objectively not that good of a putter, you know? So I was just kind of okay average, but I would let myself know that I wasn't that good of a putter. I would tell myself the self-talk was Ah, uh, you, you know, if you were good at putting, you do this. Like, not even just negative, but like, kind of just making it reality. I was like, you know what? I know that that this is all mental. I could get better if I change my mental game. So I was like, how how do I go about doing that? And I was like, you know, I came up with this this plan. And I I started calling myself. I was like, a lot of I play with a lot of people. I tell this story because it it works. And so I I came up with this thing. Is I I started calling myself one of the uh, a, the top 10 ranked putters in California from the, according to the <laughs> California putting putter rankings, which there are no such things, but there, there is now because I'm, I'm in the top 10. I'm like one of the highest ranked putters in California. <laughs> and so I was just like, that's who I am. And that's what I'm going to say. So like, I miss a putt. I'm like, this is odd. I had such a bad day for a, I'm a top ranked top putter 10 in California. Putter. <laughs> These usually go in. And then if I make one, you know, it's like, well, I'm top 10. I'm top ranked putter. It's supposed to make that. No surprise. That, that went in, you know, and so I, I mean, I'll let you guys guess what happened over the next couple of years. I became a very good putter, and it, you know, I didn't do anything different with my stroke, didn't change my grip, didn't change my putter, I just changed my mind. And you can do that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people say golf is mental. It's like it's like it, it's all it's all mental. It's all so mental. You yeah. can sit here on your couch and get better at golf if you're doing mm-hmm. doing the mind work. Uh, you got to find a way to take it to the course too. So mm-hmm. that was a. That was a cool thing that I did, and I hopefully have inspired some people by telling that story yes. all over the land to uh, come with their own state rank putter rankings and 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 <laughs> you know, don't, don't just and that's you notice it in the greats too. The greats are even delusional about their greatness. They they forget anything that they didn't come in through in the clutch. Oh, that's that ever happened? You know, they just yeah. forget about it. Uh, yeah. Jack was one of those. There's some documented things about Jack denying things that were true just because didn't fit didn't fit the plan didn't, not me didn't yeah fit. and and uh yeah, nothing wrong with that i mean yeah he, he's one of the greatest are you yeah. the greatest you know so yeah take a take a page from that book yeah big time so what's what's next how are you going to top this i don't know if i ever will um, <laughs> which is okay which is okay um more golf and travel um I'd love to, you know, there's some international destinations that are, you know, making me curious. I, I, I haven't yet to go 
to Australia and New Zealand. I don't know if I'm officially well versed yeah. if I have yet to see Royal Melbourne and you know the new Terry and Terra I uh in <laughs> some of the, the courses out they've they've got in New Zealand it just need to be seen. So yeah. I love that. I love how you spell you said Terai with like hesitation because nobody knows how to say it. But <laughs> nobody knows it's too new. It's too new. We, we can say whatever we want at this point. Um yeah. but you know hey that's part of the fun. It's like this this journey never ends. And we yeah. can go all over it the takes globe. you to some incredible places man and we've and we've got you know the thing is there's we started building golf courses at a mass scale in the you know the 20s and, we, and we're just catching up with what's already been done and then yeah. there's new stuff that's being built too you know yeah. um and there's the history and it's just like never ending so it's a lifelong that i've stumbled totally. on and that's that warms my heart it kind of gives me like a purpose and no it's like yeah, I can do this till I'm dead, you know? And hopefully, yeah. I mean, I don't take any of this for granted, the ability that I have to take pictures of golf courses for a living yeah. and do cool stuff like this. And this is my dream. And, uh, you know, I'm going to hold on as, as tight as I can uh, to keep doing this. You know, I don't, need a, I don't need a lot in this world, but this tends to make me happy. And I, I feel like it's my, my purpose and, and sharing this story with uh, and sharing golf. And yeah. Love, love to hear that you're you're enjoying it man because we we sit there and talk every week like me and dan we're big golf trip guys and so is matt and jeremy and um i can't wait to see these guys face or jeremy's it's going to be his first time at band in in august and i can't oh, yeah. wait to see his face like that's mm-hmm. like my whole like i'm super excited just to see his face when he steps on property um yeah. but me and yeah. dan we, we talk about it all the time we'll send we'll send photos of yours or marshes or uh golf hawks or whoever it is and yeah just like we gotta get here you know and it's just like it's never it's a never-ending quest um well that's it's funny you bring that up is that i love to go to places with like first timers is it jeremy that was your first time yeah it's gonna be his first time in august yeah dude that's it's gonna be so cool i mean because yeah i I would i was like i want to go with you guys now to just yeah (laughs) right (laughs) please do Please yeah. do, and and, uh, and just to be like you know, watch the first time you see sixteen or play sixteen, and just your reaction, and like it's fun to kind of like give a little bit of be a guide in in, in some sense, and like yeah. tell, give you give you a clue what's going on, and uh, the, the 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 newbies are always the the best, and you yeah. know, Bannon's like that. Other places kind of have that too, but um, the first time you see, I like, guess, fun to walk go walk around um, Pebble Beach with somebody for the first time and watch yeah. the their jaw drop and how excited they get to hit that shot on seven. And, you know, it's just mm. a lot of moments like that in the game that um, we're blessed with. Cause you know, most places like basketball, it's like, it's a court, you know, yeah. same everywhere, you, you know, it's the same sort of thing. And, and obviously it can be different depending on the level of the championship, you know, the NBA finals is obviously a big deal. It feels a little different, but like, you know, we've got that, that sort of NBA finals for just everybody and every and everywhere. And there's all those different types of courses for different people. And uh, it doesn't have to be Pebble beach. I know for me growing up, it was, you know, it was Sycamore Hills uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. That was my Pebble beach as a kid. And that was, that meant a lot. Got to see that for the first time. So there's all these little things that could get you excited. It's just, you could talk about it forever. You yeah, could love it. I mean, you guys are, you guys are like me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. us us being Vegas based, we we got to get your your favorite Vegas track. Oh okay, yeah, well, I'd probably drive up to uh, 
Oh, well, yeah. okay. Let me think about this for a hot second. Um, and there are I'd wrong like answers Shad here. So, <laughs> so Shadow Creek was in the was in the driver's seat, um, and then then it kind of fell off a little bit the second time I saw it because I've seen a lot of Fazio's work and it, it seemed it felt very familiar. Yeah. Um, and then I do love the energy that the the wind provides because you're right next to the strip, like you can yeah. feel the heat from the, the town, yeah. um, right there. Um, Paiute, the wolf course out of Paiute would probably be in there. I don't know. You counting Coyote Springs? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Um, that one that was so good because they haven't built homes on it yet. Um, and it's funny because I took some great photos out there, and they, the developers like they don't want to share them because they they don't like the look of the empty lots. And I was like, well, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it really there. makes the course stand out. So um, a little update for you: there, they in April they're going to approve the water rights, and they might be building the next course, which is a Pete Dye Jack. Oh, they're going to um, build another course there before they supposed to. Yep, yep. Well, supposed well, that to. would be cool. As long as they don't put homes up there, I know that that doesn't make sense from a developing standpoint. But I love that place because it's it's like that. Um, and then I always tell people, um, um, oh, you know, I played uh, South Shore Country Club. I thought was yeah, South Shore was dang good. good. It was good dang good. course, real good. Yeah, and Nicholas gets a bat, a bum rap. He's got some good designs. Um, well, we have yeah. a, I I have a, a buddy who used to uh, work at the nicholas academies his dad actually runs them and he he was out here in vegas for a little while and he said that when nicholas built that course he was pissed coyote springs it's just it's angry jack it, nicholas it, yeah. golf because <laughs> there's there's not a flat lie on that golf It'll course you up, man <laughs> i tend that's to like what makes courses. it fun i tend to like the courses that are hard um yeah i mean i never complain about it because it's golf it's like oh this is really hard so, so what you know who cares if it's <laughs> really tough maybe that's why what? i like pete die and uh, yeah what's the hardest course you've ever played in your mind Ooh, uh, pine valley is ball buster man pine valley is really tough but <laughs> i never and there was never one where i thought it wasn't fair um yeah um beth page black is really tough um spyglass is probably up in that that conversation um there's probably a couple other that elude me but um beth page might be it my Beth Page, well, the hardest course I ever played was definitely Beth Page, and we, we did this thing. Is my my buddy Brody Smith? You guys might know Brody. He's yeah, yeah, uh, he's disc golfer now. Disc golfer now, but he was yeah. when he was a golfer. We were like, yeah. we were we were pals, and we were hitting up the YouTube stuff, and we were we were doing all. And it, so we were we got a tee time. We had the last tee time before the PGA Championship, a couple like three four years ago when it was at Beth Page. And we're sitting there like, what should we do for the YouTube video? And I was like, well, how about we put our right foot in the rough and uh, with the right foot in the rough off the back tee, meaning that you're tipping it out, yeah, which yeah. we played it a couple hundred yards longer than the PGA, the PGA championship did, which was stupid. So we go back you take your driver back, you would actually hit the rough. So had, I'm like, dude, why are we doing this? And but we did it for YouTube, and it was just absolutely miserable because I hit three yeah. wood into, I don't know, at least a dozen of the par fours. <laughs> and there's not much more than that, but it was just so so brutal. It was windy and rainy, and uh, that was the, definitely the hardest round of golf I've ever played. Brody would second that for sure. We, yeah. I didn't break. I don't think I broke ninety. Um, he might have. He was right. He's he can bomb it. He's a he's a pretty phenomenal athlete. He's powerful. 
powerful. Oh. He he was so good. He just I mean he's just one of those athletes. And he um he got into golf and started playing a little bit. And um, you know, he's got a tremendous following on YouTube. And so he would get invited to all these really cool things. He got invited to play in the the pro am at, at the Genesis at Riviera. And he he straight up beat Jim Furick, shot like 67 in the practice round. Wow. Obviously, the next day he shot like 79 or something. But like when he gets hot, you know, he can yeah. be really good. And uh, I don't think Jim liked that too much. No. <laughs> but yeah, Jim, Jim's a, Jim, one of the all-time greats. And that's kind yeah, of a cool totally. thing. Um, I, I, that, that's something to hang your, your hat on. I, I'm yeah, constantly really. trying to get Brody to come back to golf. He'll he'll come around. He'll come back. I think he will. I think I think he'll get back. I mean, I think I think we're probably running out of time here soon. But um, I got a couple last quick questions for you. So sure. greatest turn, greatest turn shack you saw. Well, it's always it's always hot dog bills at, at the Olympic Club. Oh, uh, yeah. Sunny Hanna's got an interesting uh, cheese dog in, outside of Philly. Don't sleep on Sunny Hana. Um, they have a great amateur tournament there. Everybody talks about, um, but hot dog bills, man. The the burger dog at the Olympic Club always get two because one isn't enough. Okay, so I that, that, I was going to go into the the greatest turn snack. So I guess that's hot dog bills too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. yep. That's yep. the answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's only one answer. Only one answer: hot dog bills. You guys got anything else? I mean, I, we're we're at we're at one thirty almost, and yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure. I yeah, I could we, talk all night, but yeah. I know we we yeah. out of respect, <laughs> we'll keep it yeah. at yeah. an yeah, hour yeah, and a half. This it's like it's midnight already, but yeah, I, I love talking about this stuff. And so, boy, are you still a, are you in California now, or is that where you're based? Or yeah, I'm in Laguna Beach, not too far from the ocean, and uh. uh yeah, boy, I'll be uh, my next thing. I'm doing doing a little ski trip, which is going to be going to be you know a little change of pace. Golf, a little change of pace. Gonna <laughs> gonna mix it up a little bit. So when's uh, the last round you played? Oh, it's been a uh, it's been about a week or something. Wow, I play. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Are you missing played, it yet? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. missing it. I played. Uh, I was just trying to get out to. I played. I'm trying to do every golf hole on the Pacific Ocean in California. Um, and there was one that I hadn't played, um, Sea Ranch Links, and I got that one. And now there's a couple holes at Sea and Air Links that I'm trying to get onto, but it's like a, it's a, and that's it. Then I would have played every hole in the ocean in wow. California. Um, and it's a, it's a Navy place. So you can't just get on as a citizen. You have to, know, you have to be sponsored know somebody, by yeah. active, uh, Navy personnel. Have you, so that's, hey, that's my next challenge. Have you played Death Valley? I thought about going when I was in Vegas, but I haven't. That's What's the one, the, the Furnace Creek or something? Furnace Creek. Yeah, yeah. Furnace Creek. Furnace Creek Ranch, yeah. yeah. I almost did it. I was like, yeah. eh, it was like a couple hour drive or something. Yeah, I did a, I, years ago when I first, first started doing uh, the breakfast ball, I, uh, me and a buddy were thinking about, hey, let's, let's find something stupid to do. And so we went out and uh, played as many holes as we could in July in Death Valley. And uh, yeah, that was. Is Furnace yeah. Creek any good? I wasn't. I couldn't figure it out. It's it's different. It's unique because you're you know 200 feet below sea level, and the way Death Valley is, it's like a, a convection oven. 
And so the airflow above the trees is wild. Um, you can play two holes that are back to back and have different wind over the trees on yeah. two souls that are similar. It's, it's wild, but it's, it's a fun, it's a, it's, it's nothing that you would ever like, Hey, uh, let's go play death Valley today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just something that yeah. if, Hey, I need to go to do this to, to say that I played golf at 200 feet below sea level. Yeah, that was, that, that was my thought and I didn't do it. I don't know if I'll, if I'll get there. Um, maybe on 3.0. If there is one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, so next time you're in Vegas, you know, yeah. hit us up. Let's let's go. Let's Anytime, go play some man. golf. Yeah, I oh, would love it. I'll definitely be back in Vegas. It's a it's not far from here, and uh, it's a good little desert, uh, little vacay, um, an easy one that I, I probably just drive out there. So um, yeah. I'll be back. I still got to see the. Uh, I haven't played the Summit Club. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, only awesome. one of us on here. Dan, that Dan's has. played it. That's that's it. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty awesome. We'll, we'll figure something out, but uh, boy, guys, thanks a lot. This was uh, it was fun chasing daylight with you boys. <laughs> I, love yeah, I love it. All right, Joe's gonna do his thing and take us home. Thanks so much, Patrick. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Pat. I mean, it's been incredible, man. What a, what a journey you went on last year, and uh, we are big supporters of you and um, what you represent. We are thankful that you jumped on the podcast with us. What a great discussion. We're here every single week for you guys. Go check out uh, Patrick Koenig. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Um, there might be a 3.0 coming, so make sure you tune in. Uh, Chasing Daylight Podcast. We are here for you every week. Until then, make sure you get out there and chase some daylight. Later. Later.